Welcome to the Social Club Podcast. This is another episode. We're up to season two, episode two. So all the twos. It's so cute. <laughs> it's not really that cute. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to finish a sentence. <laughs> and this week I'm joined by my sissy-in-law, Anna Hill. Shout out for Anna. <laughs> and my boss... Who's also not my boss because she's my friend, but I am technically at work. Although when you sit at this table, I think you'll find I'm the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Except we are still very much on your premises, so yeah. you are the boss. And if Anna falls over, it is going to be Ellie who you're looked to sue. I, like to, <laughs> I like to think of you as renting the space with uh, shop compliments. Yeah, because yeah. I was going to say there's not a lot of money being exchanged for rent. <laughs> Interesting people to dance and come in here. That's yeah, all the interesting people like Katrina. <laughs> She's interesting, she, all right. <laughs> She's a real character. <laughs> I love that. So, Anna is from England. Yeah. She, as I said, is my sister in law. She's married to my little brother. She just got married. Like two two years. years. Yeah, two years now. Wow, that's flying by. Mm, two yes. years ago. So, moved to Australia. Then they moved back to England for a bit, and now they permanently relocated here, which makes me smile. But also, I kind of say permanently, and I'm and I might be thinking, mm, let's not say permanently, <laughs> yeah, well, indefinitely, never say never, indefinitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've tried to get Anna on the podcast. I'm gonna say, and let's be clear, this is the seventh episode. No. Sixth episode, and I think I've asked Anna to be on the podcast four times. (laughs) (laughs) There's always been very the first time. Yeah, well, the first time. Okay, I'll give her that. Yeah, you can't get angry. (laughs) That's right. I was like, what was the first time? You are so failing on that. So Anna, I had asked Anna like, okay, I've got to lock it in, and I'll lock you in. Then got a message the night before the podcast saying. It was from my brother just saying, oh, we're probably, Anna probably can't do the podcast. It's just like, it's all a bit too much because at the time she was nine months pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe coming all the way to New Farm recording a podcast, like, uh, who can be bothered? Yeah. Then, well, I was bored just sitting around waiting for the baby to come. So I was like, yeah, that, that can be good. Yeah. yeah. Could have like spurred it on. Yeah. Anyway, I um, had the lovely Kate from Coogie Creative yes. come in. Um, last minute, which was an angel, because I was like, oh my God, the idea of the Social Club podcast is that there's three people and I cannot have the second episode with only it's already fucked up. (laughs) So thank goodness for Kate, who was able to come in. And then after, literally at the end of the podcast, um, I think we just turned off the microphone and then I got a phone call from my brother and I was like, straight up, he's ringing me at like 8.30 at night. He's not really a ringing on the phone guy. He's normally like a a messenger guy. And Anna, what was he ringing to tell me? I have my little baby. Thank you, Molly. Yay. Yay. So she was finally forgiven after a long day of me being like, fuck that bitch. (laughs) And Jess, you actually text me... The, like a couple of hours after I'd gone into labour so it was like a full 24 hours before the baby arrived but I got your text and I was just like fuck no oh like, what did I say like I oh, just confirming say, the yeah, podcast you're coming in. Oh. Well, I didn't want to say I've gone into labour 
Yeah. So I just, yeah, it was some shit excuse probably like, oh, so busy with doing nothing. But yeah. oh. <laughs> Look, it all worked out. Yeah. I'm so proud to have baby Molly in my life. She's the sweetest little thing yeah, I've cute. ever met. She's so cute. Anna, so who, cute. if you haven't seen her, but you'll see a picture of her. She has these big, big eyes. And my brother has very brown skin. It's like a throwback yeah. from like a West Indian <laughs> family member. He's like French guy, Anna, or something. Um, and so uh, it's looking like Molly has the perfect combination of Anna's yeah. big eyes and Bassie's brown skin, and she's so, so sweet. Beautiful. Yeah. She's cute. And so she's how old is she now? She's nine weeks today. Oh, yeah, happy two months. So when do you start saying months and not weeks? I don't know. I never right. even bother with like the weeks. Three months, maybe four months. Yeah. Okay. Mm. You never bothered with weeks. What did you do at the start? I just, if people asked, I don't even know. I was probably too tired. Maybe yeah. with Dulcie more so much, but with Albie, it was definitely like, uh, I don't know, six months. Like, it was always just yeah. six months old. Yeah. Yeah. And then that way, it, he kind of is until he's one. He yeah. doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> but I had definitely have friends who've done the whole 36 months and it's like hey, mm. what even is 36 months yeah, I have no I idea do the maths anymore no yeah yeah although Dougal I do still say 20 because <laughs> 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 he's not quite one and a half and he's not quite two and it's like well, yeah. well why don't you just say, just say one and a half one He's one. He's an age. He had a birthday That's party. That's true. He's an age. He's officially an it's age. It's not like he's a zero. <laughs> this is just dawning on me now. <laughs> oh, but I guess maybe with you, you have a lot of um, customers who come into the shop and yes. they always want to know. And yeah, they, they would do. know more like... They would know when if I was, you said it was going on mat leave. and yeah, yeah, if you said they were one, if you said he was one, they might be more like, huh? Like, yeah. that feels like it's been a really long time. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I guess yeah, maybe in this one specific instance, you're, like, you're off the hook. You're off the hook. But once he's turned two, that shit gets shut down. <laughs> he's actually 20 months, 20 and a half months. Oh, God. <laughs> just, I just, 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 <laughs> I love how serious your face was. Though. The pranks, the pranky becomes the prankster. Yeah. I should have done that on my way in. Yeah. I told you I couldn't make oh it. My oh, I'm kicking myself. Oh, damn. I nearly pranked Can't Happy. Down or anything yes. would have worked. And you had Anna, you guys carpooled, so I would have yes. been really like, well, it looks like it's going to be a solo podcast <laughs> for me. How am I going to entertain myself here? Oh, I would have made sure it work. Could. I would have made it work. Yeah. <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah. Um, so I work every Wednesday at Ellie's Jewelry Shop, and I've worked here for like six months, maybe not six months. Yeah, it sounds like about Maybe like that. 20 months and a half. I can half. tell you exactly <laughs> the number of months and half months yeah. that my son has been Tell me how long Jess has worked at my shop. I got no idea. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, probably about six months. And I really love it. If you haven't, if you're not following Thousand Island Dressing New Farm, you definitely should because I work here every Wednesday and every Wednesday it's just a regular dance party <laughs> in here. I have so many customers who now try to come in knowing very well that I am going to be dancing. And like yeah. people who work in the centre who pop their head in just in case on the off chance... <laughs> They're going to bust They're going to catch you. Oh it's God. like a sport. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it is, though. Yeah. I went to a party. I went to a baby shower on the weekend, and there were, um, like, I think maybe two or three different groups of friends that were there that had come together, and literally different people from every group were coming up to me saying, 
who is that girl who works <laughs> on a Wednesday? She is amazing. <laughs> and people just, they're just going nuts for you. So I feel very, very um, lucky to have you in here. Yeah, it's about time, to be honest. Can they give me some money somehow? How do I turn that into money? How do I monotonize? Is that the word? Monotonize? Mon- monetize? Monetize your friendships. <laughs> Yes, the shrewd businesswoman. (laughs) But today was so weird because I had a customer who comes in. Now, as I said, Anna is Mm. English. I had a customer who came in and she was British and she was like slagging off her husband. So I was all about that. Like, yeah, get me in. I just, she said she was been here for six weeks on holidays and she was running away from him because she just needed to have a break. And she, she knew he wouldn't come in here because it's a jewelry shop. So... She was in here having a ball, um, and then I noticed that she had an English accent. So I said, Where are you from in England? Like I do to every person with an accent who comes in. Mm. And sometimes they're just from South Australia, which yeah. is fine. <laughs> <laughs> and she said she was from Sheffield. And I was like, Oh, I think that's where my sister in law is from. She's from, and I went, I said, Oh, she's from where Robin Hood is from and it's at Sherwood Forest. Uh, Nottingham, yeah. Oh, Nottingham. Nottingham. But yeah, Sherwood Forest. Nottingham. Nottingham, yeah. So when I said that and I said, oh, actually, I said her dad is the BBC reporter for Midlands. Yeah. Or like I said like that, he would be your BBC reporter for your local area. And I said his name is um, Dominic Hill. And she was, oh, yes, he's my newsman. I know him. She goes, actually, I went to university with him. That's so, <laughs> That's so crazy. Isn't that so weird? That would have been 35 years ago. And also he went to university in, in Hull, which, like, isn't a major bustling city. Really? So it just... Bizarre, so and how far away is Hull from Sheffield? Like they both made yeah, that. like move. both made that decision to go to Hull to study and like yeah, just weird. Very but weird. then I was like wanting to get her name yeah. and she left without. So maybe they had a love affair or something. Well, yeah, oh. I want to know. What the, like, she was very attractive and very classy. Oh so God, well, because it's all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I guess though, if they went to university together, yeah. they would both be like journalism people. Yeah, and you've got to have like true. a certain like journalism people are like attractive and oh, yeah. well put together and oh very polished. My dad will be pleased. Yeah. Oh, your dad is very attractive. <laughs> oh. oh, God, he's going to listen to this. He's a handsome man. <laughs> That's always your father-in-law and your father-in-law is, it, is English too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, in, and in journalism. Oh, it's in journalism. Yeah. Oh, he's an editor. Oh, my God. Yeah. I need he's to go over to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a well, at Ellie's wedding, I was talking to one of her friends. And she said, she said, Jess, guess who I think is the hottest person here? And I was like, oh, my God. And she goes, Barney's dad. <laughs> but the thing that was so funny is I knew she was going to say that because about 10 minutes prior, I had seen her with, like, a drink in hand ch- talking to him like she was at some pub in the valley. And I was like, as soon as she walked over, I was like, oh, God, here we go. Here we go. And then our friend has a really bad memory loss problem. And so she actually told me that seven times that night. Jess, guess who I think is the hottest guy here? And I'm just like, can you get away from me? I can't keep hearing this news that you want to make out with my friend's father-in-law. She says it to 
me too, though. Like, she's not shy about it. No. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this. Although he'd probably be flattered because she's gorgeous. And, yeah. yeah, she's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Actually, I had a similar um, story happening here. Like, that's not so good about retail. You meet so many people. But um, this bloke came in and he had an English accent. And because I lived in England for a while and my husband, as you just heard, is English as well. Um, I asked this customer where he was from and he was from Brighton. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I lived there for a couple of years. Like, I love it. It's my home away from home and uh, blah, blah, blah. I said, um, so do you live here now? What did you What did you do over there? And he said that he owned a heap of pubs. And I was like, which ones? And he listed them. And the pub that he owned was the pub that me and Barney had our first date at. Oh, oh my God. Oh, and of like just, all the pubs in a place all like the Brighton. Pubs. Yeah. yeah. In Brighton, in England. He owned the pub that we went on our first date to. And I just got goosebumps and he got goosebumps. Oh. And we were just like, oh, my God. I had to call Barney right away. But, like, pretty cool. Yeah. Small world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It is such a small world. And, like, I think also being from... Brisbane, it makes the world smaller because we're a very big city, but we're also a town. Like yes. I used to always refer to Brisbane as a town and not even mm. a city because I thought city was cities was like Sydney mm. or Melbourne, and we were just like yeah. Brisbane town. Maybe there was a song with Brisbane town. It was always Brisbane. Isn't that like a yeah, saying or something like the world's biggest? <laughs> town. Oh yeah, like the world. Oh, or is that somewhere else? No, maybe it is. Is that Brisbane the world's biggest? Oh no, it's like the biggest country town or something. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. I think it, that phrase rocks around when the ecker comes to yeah. town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All the carnies blow in. Um, but speaking of being in England and, I don't know, I guess having a Brisbane connection. So I moved to London when I was 18 and I tried to get a job as a nanny and I went to a nanny agency with my resume fresh off the boat and the girl said, okay, so I'll just ring your um, references or referees and speak to them and I'll get back to you if we have any nanny work. And I came back about a week later and she said, so I spoke to your referees, someone called Mary Carl, <laughs> she knows my mother. Oh, my God. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I love Mary. What the heck? So this is Mary Carl who is a family friend of mine but a cousin of mine. A cousin of Ellie's. <laughs> And she is Anna's husband's best friend's mother. Oh, my God, yeah. Do the math on that. <laughs> so a family friend to Anna yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, but I think there needs to be some kind of, like, board game or, like, app that is, like, the six steps to Mary Carl. Yeah. And I think most people in Brisbane could probably do it in two, yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So true. Because everybody knows Mary Carl. Yeah. I need to have her come in here. And be on the podcast. podcast. But yeah, so has anything ever happened? No, I just remember when I first came to Brisbane being blown away that everyone knew everyone. Like, we'd just be watching TV and someone would be like, I know that person. Like, what? Like, not even local TV, just, like, national. It just, yeah, I always just thought it was really bizarre. Everyone knows everyone. Yeah. There's that very big um, Brisbane culture. And I don't know if this is just a Brisbane thing, but I definitely noticed it when I lived overseas is that if you say to someone and like, whenever I would say, oh, I'm from Brisbane, if you were talking to another Brisbane person, what do you think I'm going to say? They say, what school did you go to? Yeah. hundred oh, percent. Yeah, so that's weird. what they want to know. So it only, cl- I only clued in on that. Like 
two years ago maybe mm. and that now I'm really hesitant to ask that question because I feel like it's so high school to ask oh, yeah. yeah but at the same time it's such like a Brisbane thing you're like oh what's good you go you must know this person you must know this person and it's so great for networking and it is a tool that you can use so is that why you think people say that because I always thought people said it because if I say oh I went to Mount St Michael's yeah. people automatically know I went to a private school in Ashgrove and I'm of a certain <clears throat> well, caliber. Whereas if you said I went to blah blah state yeah, school, I was if you're going to give me this. We're all thinking of a couple. But if you said I went to blah blah state school, then you go, okay, I know your state school, and I know your like proper outskirts of Brisbane or something yeah, like that. Yeah. That's what I always thought. When people well, want to know where I'm from, it's I'll because they want to judge me about where I'm from. They want to profile you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you see, I'm not like that. I just I think of it as like a getting to know you like do we have mutual oh. friends but I that's actually a really what? sweet way to think about yeah it. I think I'm just really naive I think I think my goal in life is to get to know people and just mm. yeah talk chat have a good, network have a good chat yeah. And yeah. network for well, that's my goal in life but that's like <laughs> yeah. I don't know <laughs> this little pep is pretty blue <laughs> that's a pretty good goal right now but um, no um. But I think that, yeah, there definitely would be people out there who do it just to profile to see if the, yeah. Yeah. they well, can get anything out of that relationship. Or Speaking of which, I went to an interview here, um, one of my first interviews when I got here, um, for a real estate place. I won't say which one. <laughs> and the guy asked me what school I went to in oh the God. interview. That's I know. mortifying. And so you didn't list it on your resume. I didn't that's know. That's your problem. Yeah, that's my problem. <laughs> but I don't know why I was asking because I'm from the UK, so he's not yeah. going to know. So it was weird. Maybe um, he's well connected. Maybe he knows Mary Carl. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. But I said what school I went to and he said, was that a private school? I was like, uh, no, but, you know, is that relevant? But, yeah, anyway. Did you get the up. job? I got the job, took the job still. <laughs> I've got no values. But, you sounded posh. Just because you didn't go to a yeah, school. Like, oh, okay, yeah. You You're working enough. in the admin and you got the voice yeah, to back exactly. you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he was very like, I remember he, all your stories. Yeah. It was very... He was awful. I didn't last very long there. I actually had a very dramatic exit from that job. Kind of, I didn't come in for one day because I was sick. And then he took me into a, a side room and sort of blew up at me and like was poking his finger in my face. And that's the only job I've ever just got off and walked out of. Well, um, you, like, grabbed your bag and just said, Yeah, just grabbed my bag and left. Wow. So it was a good moment. It felt good. I was wow. like, see ya. But yeah. wasn't it... Weren't you renting your house? <laughs> 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 Wait, what was that? That's so awkward. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> 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 <That's awesome. laughs> like the best part out of the tail. <laughs> you ruined the good, like, Bridget Jones walking out of the office moment. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go hand the keys back at the end of the room. Oh, my God. Like, As if you didn't get asked to do it. <laughs> no, I think I did. I think Good. I hid outside. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely don't step foot back in there. No. <laughs> I remember when I was travelling, I got a job, like a really crappy bar job, and I knew that it was only ever going to be for, like, three weeks or something because I was about to hit the road and moved to Edinburgh. Anyway, but I really needed the money, so I didn't want to tell them. I was, like, lying in my interview, like, yes, oh, yeah, I'm going to be here for 12 months and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so they gave me the job. And then, of course, like, three weeks later, (laughs) I said, oh, like, sorry, like, there's been an emergency. My brother, who is playing um, rugby in Edinburgh, which he was at the time, 
has had um, a sports accident. I need to go up there. <laughs> sports accident? <laughs> Just a very general yeah, sports like, accident. Or something, like, <laughs> no specific. So that came to mind. But um, yeah, like I remember I got to, and they were really like totally cool with it. Oh, that's fine. You go do your family thing. That's fine. Anyway, I got to Edinburgh and Mitch, my brother, asked me, um, oh, did you quit that job? You like only just got it. I was like, oh yeah, I just told them that you um, you had a sports injury. And he was, Mitch, was so angry with me. Because <laughs> he thought, he got really superstitious about it. He was oh. like, now I'm going to have a sports accident because you've used that excuse. <laughs> so he was like, maybe take it back. And like, he just oh, like, take it back. Take it back, take it back. But I couldn't, obviously. You probably then, threw him off his game. Yeah, yeah it would have been like extra yeah. diligent on, yeah. the, yeah. on the, on the <laughs> rugby pitch. Rugby pitch. <laughs> Um, Speaking of lying to your employee in Edinburgh, I also have lied. We weren't in Edinburgh, but you were going to Edinburgh. I once lived with my friend Dana, Mm. and we both were Australian. We both worked at different pubs. And I think we'd, like, finished work at, like, 5 o'clock and then just had a massive whole night bend up. We ended up in, like, some couple who owned a pub had, like, a downstairs room and it was all, like, just – they were just giving us free alcohol. There was, like – Betty Black's or Mary Black's, like because that's where everyone, all the bar staff used to go there and drink. And because like back in the day, you could drink for twenty four mm, hours. Yeah. So we went and hit there. We were like drinking until like one o'clock that day. So nearly that's like nearly twenty four hours of drinking <laughs> alcohol. Like I don't even remember getting home. But we were both supposed to work the next day, and I had rang my boss and said, "Oh, look, I can't come in because um, you know my roommate Dana." Yesterday she got into a car accident, so I've been at the hospital with her for like 24 hours. It's just horrific because we're both Australian. She doesn't have anyone here, and I'm just going to be beside her and just look after her. And my boss was like, "Yep, okay, that's amazing. Get back in touch. Like, let us know how she's going." Um, I got texts all day from my friends like, "How's Dana going? Like, is she okay?" Because they would have known her too. Yeah, they would have. Because we all the time. And then Dana had rung her employee and said, oh, look, my friend Jess was in a car accident. Oh, <laughs> um, she, you know, we're Australian, she doesn't mean I'll stay by her side. And her employee said, okay, Dana, look, we need to talk. Oh, and she got fired. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally, my employees, for like four months after, were oh, like, God. Dana, how are you going? Oh, Dana, oh, we heard you in a car accident. And Dana's like, oh, yeah, like, oh, crook cr- the neck, like. Poor unemployed Dana. <laughs> Can't pay her medical bills. <laughs> I once tried to get out of, a ch- uh, sorry, I'll start again. I got a job at a Brisbane, like, hotel bar. And, um, and they rostered me on for all these big important dates. I just got the job. I said, cool, I just can't work. This date, which is my mum's 50th. This date, which is my 18th. This date, which is my brother's, or my 21st, my brother's 18th, or something like that. Anyway, they were like, yep, that's fine. And then the roster came out and I was on all of those dates and I was so angry about it. Anyway, so I called in sick for two of them and then they said that I'd need a um, doctor's certificate for the last one. I was like, oh shit, they're on to me. So I went to the doctors and she was like, my long-standing doctor and I thought we were like friends <laughs> and so I just said to her I was like 
said to her, like, oh, you'll never believe they must have been like, I need a doctor's certificate so I can tell them where to stick it. And she was like, Ellen, I'm not going to lose my, my license over you getting out of a shift at some crappy bar that you've worked at for five minutes. I'm like, oh, I thought we could be real with each other. That, that was some pretty so crazy. what happened? You just turned around. I just, was it? Yeah, I just was like, oh, sorry, like I don't have one. And I didn't okay. work there any longer. Yeah. I just, I didn't want to be there. They, they didn't treat, they didn't do the right thing by me. Yeah, and, like, putting me on yeah. all the shifts that would big deal shifts. Yeah, probably and, um, Saturday nights. Probably why you were hired was to yeah. work Saturday nights. <laughs> 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 I would work Saturday nights, just not these ones. Just not the next six. Yeah. Which is perfectly reasonable right yeah but, um, anyway so yeah I, I think I was pretty dodgy in my exit there as well just sort yeah. of not not coming back by yeah yeah see ya well, well. <laughs> but the bad employees is what makes you yeah resilient and what makes you a good worker for you but like I've had really shit because I've nannied my whole life yeah. and yeah. I had really shitty bosses mm. and then it just makes you value your good bosses mm. so much more like I remember a boss who I used to have used to answer the door every and this is not even a big deal but it just grossed me out and also I don't think it was respect to me used to answer the door in like satin boxes Ooh. all the time and they always had like a little wee stain oh, <laughs> oh, where he'd been up and like no. done his like morning wee a and then of, a little drip came out yeah no. and it just used to, I just used to be like why am I privy to this information no. and he but was that's... like a huge CEO and I was like I'm going to send an email and tell everyone you get drips on your yeah. boxes in the morning and you answer Ten the door to 20 year old women. <laughs> 10 years later he just, you discover he's the poo jogger or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> but then I worked for great employees who used to take me away every year to Yamba for a week yeah, and they'd amazing. be like, I'd, they'd hire my own, I had my own unit yeah. and Bass and um, so Anna's husband, my brother, would come up and my husband would come up and they'd be like, well, while they're here, then don't worry about babysitting the kids. And I'm like, wow. uh, can they come up for the whole week then? Yeah. <laughs> like, how does that work? <laughs> I'm like, that was so sweet. They'd be like, so we're just going to do a bottle run before we go to Yamba. Like, you drink rum, don't you? And I was like, I, I do drink rum, but I'm not drinking rum when I'm on holidays with you. Oh like, I've got a big rum time and, like, real aggressive behaviour to my boss. Like, fuck this, I fucking hate my work. <laughs> Save that for like night at the Vic. Yeah. <laughs> and Anna, what, have you had? What's your employee history like? Oh. Well, have you had many jobs? Um, I feel like you're so young. Yeah, I mean, a few retail jobs. They're a bit shitty. Um, yeah, no. Apart from that guy sticking his finger in my face, I haven't had really Ooh. awful, awful ones. I've done a few. I was working at Primark in the UK and did a few. Wanted to have the day off. They said no, called in sick, got like disciplinary. But it's Primark, it's all good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no. And when when you went to Primark, yeah. you were a teacher or something as well, weren't you? Oh, so you yeah. had kids come I was in. working in a school library. Actually, the school I went to, I was working in that library. Cute. But it was really embarrassing because the kids from school would come in and be like, oh, hey, Miss Eel. And then one of them asked me, <laughs> Which plimsolls can I wear for PE at school? Oh I was like, God. I don't know. This isn't 
like what's plimsolls plimsolls like? like gym shoes oh okay yeah and i was like oh god this is embarrassing like, <laughs> i've got a different hat on go on like, yeah. oh. i'm one yeah. of you yeah. i'm one of you <laughs> <laughs> at school i'd walk around like i was all like hot stuff at the library and then at primark it was just all a bit embarrassing so yeah i was hiding behind like kids pajamas that was my section Ooh. so because mm. primark is kind of like what would be an equivalent almost like Kmart, but more yeah. fashion a They're lot more fashion trends, and yeah. more trendy because and cheaper and cheaper, cheaper. because our, um it's primark in the uk but it's called pennies in ireland mm. yeah and but like it was it's a shop that's just always a mess there's always shit yeah. everywhere so the staff who worked there you just see them constantly walking around with piles of clothes <laughs> that have just been like oh, yeah. it's like a free-for-all you can do it and it's always like a thousand degrees in there and it's yeah, in yeah. ireland so you're freezing because you're walking yeah. in and out of shops. He's like, it's bloody hot, and everyone's just like cranky, and just throwing stuff around. Yeah. It's just a wild <laughs> scene. It's like the epitome of fast fashion. Just yes. kind of chuck it on the floor, he gives a shit. Yeah. yeah. And they, they have these really big baskets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's no wheels on them. Like, how are you meant to get that thing around? If you actually filled it, like, that is very difficult to get yeah. around. But it's like it came up where you would fill it. Like, I've just come in yeah. to get a pair of socks and you've walked out with a whole new um, summer, spring wardrobe yeah. or something yeah. like that. And it's like, okay, and that is 24 pounds. Mm, yeah. And you're like, yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah three pairs of shoes, five dresses. <laughs> and then you would walk around the high streets and everyone maybe not the high streets maybe more like your local areas but everyone was always wearing <laughs> on it yeah everywhere all of the primark with the pennies and so i lived in ireland and ireland at the time was having a big um they must have poland must have just come into the eu mm -hmm. so there was a lot of lot of polish people living in ireland when i was there um, and everybody in Ireland just loved them because they were just like, oh, come over here, you little darlings. You've all been in. Like, they were very, like, just Welcome in. everyone just loved yeah. the Polish people. And a friend of mine once said, um, but when you buy stuff from Pennies and someone says, oh, I love your bag, where's it from? And you go, oh, thanks, it's from Pennies. Mm. And someone says, oh, I just love your shoes, where are they from? And you go, oh, thanks, million, they're from Pennies. And someone said to her, this Polish girl, oh, I love your haircut. And she goes, thanks. It's from Pennies because she thought that's just how you oh. thanked someone. She didn't realise it. The people were saying it. They were complimenting, like, the and that, see, they were so endearing that everyone was like, we love you, Polish people. So endearing. I found the opposite when I lived in England with all those Eastern European countries because I did a lot of agency work, just like, yeah, hospo sort of stuff. And um, there was only so many jobs to go around. And oh, every day, yeah. anyone who worked at an agency would just be, like, hating on the, all the Polish and all, all the people from those areas because they'd be taking their shifts. Oh. Yeah. But they were such hard workers. Yeah, that was so hard. Amazing. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, it was just a English people. <laughs> me and Happy still talk about this one guy who we worked with, and he was just a glassy. Uh, yeah. I worked at the pub the nightclub upstairs and happy work to the coffee shop downstairs so depending on what shifts he would be working in and out the entire building but he didn't know any english and all he knew how to say was like oh my god like oh my god <laughs> but he would say oh my god <laughs> and so i'd be like you know pulled a pint and it's a pint of guinness but it's all head or something and i'd be like look and he'd go oh my god <laughs> and then oh i'd come over and be like 
someone vomited over there and he'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> and it was just, but it could have been anything. I'd be like, hey, I'm here at work. And he'd be like, oh my God. But like he just was so cute. All those situations. I think he could get by with, oh my God. For yeah. Most most stuff. Of it. And yeah. because he knew the way to like appease me was to seem <laughs> interested and shocked. shocked in what I had to say. So I could say anything. Oh my, oh my God. God. I'm like, yes, he gets me. <laughs> So see, all the Irish, all the Irish Polish people were lovely. Yeah. yeah. And then another time, my friend owned a cleaning business, and he'd hired all these Irish people to work from him. And he said he kept saying to a guy, "Can you go get the um, polish? I need the polish. Go get the polish for like whatever they were polishing." And he kept bringing back other Polish people <laughs> who they worked for. get it because he was like I'm not like I, I don't know why you're bringing over oh whatever his name is like I need the polish can I I'm trying to like clean a window or whatever he was cleaning I think he was actually cleaning a Primark store I think that's where oh, he worked oh. <laughs> and he just kept bringing over different Polish oh, people so oh, cute oh, so the like, Irish Polish adorable. people were amazing amazing <laughs> situations and actually that was the other good thing because all of the women were absolutely stunning yes. but none of them knew how to dress well yeah. So it was like constantly hoping that they didn't actually discover pennies. Yes. Because then they would be dressed like us and they would go like beautiful instead of wearing really thin leather belts and like jeans with like ankle jeans, embellishments yeah. Yeah, and that sort of thing. Yeah. Ankle embellishments. Like the lace up the bottom. Yeah. yeah. yeah and like peasant tops but not nice yeah. peasant tops. And then, yeah, so I remember having many discussions with my friends, like, oh, my God, she's stunning, but if she knows how to dress, then it's a free-for-all. Yeah. And she's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> We're screwed. <laughs> I'm just over here drinking rum and getting angry. <laughs> okay, so my sissy-in-law, Anna, she's nervous now, is a... Oh, sh- <laughs> I was going to say... I was going to say a prophylactic reader, <laughs> but I meant to say prolific. prolific. <laughs> I said something similar. Can I just sorry? The yeah. But Dougal got bitten by all these ants last night, and we were walking back to the car because he was screaming. And I said to him, "We'd better get you home and give you some histamine." <laughs> Well, actually, just on, sorry, Anna, we're just not, whatever you do, Anna, don't talk when you're on the podcast. Yeah. Um, but I did have a customer in here today and she said that her friend just turned 30 and she was buying her a present. It was her birthday was last week. And I was like, oh, that's good. So she's over the extraterrestrial crisis then. <laughs> um, I meant to say existential <laughs> And then I didn't acknowledge it. I was just like, yeah, like... Nailed it. She thinks I'm very smart. And then I realised, like, hang on a minute. It's a different kind of crisis. Um, that reminds me, actually, Bass, I hope he doesn't listen to this. Sad. Uh, hopefully he does listen to it. His wife and sister are on. That, uh, we were talking the other day. I was holding Molly and he said, oh, watch out for her. And he meant to say Fontanelle, like the soft bit in her skull. But he said, how do you say it? Perineum? 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 Perineum. 
watch out for a tiny. I think he was just too involved in it. I'd just given birth. His head was full of birthing. Also, I don't know if Bass actually follows dangerous females, mm. but we had that whole thing about Perineum Week, which oh, is yeah. no, I, Christmas yeah, I to New yeah. Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, so maybe that's what it was on the there. brain. Yeah. And also, because you said, is it Perineum? Yeah, I always forget how to say I it. always thought it was Perineum until I watched... Um, Blue Beetle Co., who will be listening to this, so everyone say hi, Sean, because she's so cute. Um, she said it in a story. She said, like, dangerous females are doing the perineum week. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, if she didn't say that, I would be walking around people going, oh, we're in the perineum week. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've only ever read it. I've never yeah, heard well, it. Oh, I have that problem all the time where you've just read something and never say it out loud. Yeah, embarrassing. So like, what have you been reading? I just read the most recent Booker Prize winner, although I should say winners, because it's like randomly they chose two winners this year, which was controversial. What did um, you think? I, well, I read Girl, Woman, Other, which is one of the winners by Bernadine Evarista, I think, um, which I loved. was really good. I think that should have been the outright winner. But Ooh. they also chose Margaret Atwood, The Testaments. Ah. And I think that was just like a popularity contest kind of thing. Yeah. Because everyone loves it. Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. And I read it and it kind of felt like it was written for TV. I think it is written for TV though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it didn't. So wait, is Margaret Atwood still alive? Yeah. She's still alive. Okay. So this is a new book. This is a new book that carries on from, I think carries on from the TV show, not even the book. Because I remember you said you didn't watch the TV show, did you? No, because I I thought it would be too much. And it was too. And then they did like, so the first, this is Handmaid's Tale yes, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so they yeah. did the Handmaid's Tale, and then there was like three, two other seasons. So I was thinking yeah. it couldn't. So they go went on from the book because it would be yeah. And then this new book goes on from the TV show, which I think is weird anyway. Um, and then it did just, you ever watch a TV show? I never watched it, and I think that I had to kind of because I'd never watched it. There was a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. So some of it went over my head. So that's which, kind of annoying that, that they didn't annoying. go into those details like yeah that is kind of cringy actually yeah. that this amazing writer has now written has written based um, on what screenwriters, screenwriters yeah. have done which is weird and she's won the booker prize like twice before this so it's like you know give it a rest for handmaid's tale um i'm not sure whether it's for handmaid's tale it's for one called the blind assassin maybe for handmaid's tale i'm not sure mm. but yeah um when she collected the award she actually said like i'm glad someone else is up here with me because i would be embarrassed <laughs> Really? So, yeah. And plus, yeah. what are the judges doing? Like, that's their job. Choose one book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. Mm, there's a mutiny. Yeah. <laughs> judge. Judge. Be judging. Yeah, judge. Be judging. You had exactly. one thing to do. <laughs> didn't like it. Thumbs oh, down. Oh, you didn't like the book or you just didn't like Oh, it? I actually didn't like the book. Yeah, it felt like I could see every scene in my head how it was going to be on TV. Mm. I don't know if that was just my problem or it was the problem of the book. But that's like when you read any book after you've seen... That's true. Film. But mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. So mm. it was kind of, I could just see how it would be directed. Yeah. And it was really like heavy plot driven book. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't fast. But Girl, Woman, Other, I really liked. So would you recommend? Oh, okay. Yeah. And so what's next on the book agenda? For Actually, Anna? I also just finished off Big Little Lies, which is your copy, which you lent me. Yeah, about four years ago. <laughs> 
it's been on my bookcase so just read that and really loved it it was yeah. so good like I very rarely just read really good page turners because I'm like oh gotta read this you know new prize winning one but loved Big Little Lies it was really good and when I was at Bookfest this weekend I picked up another one Moriarty's mm-hmm. um, The Husband's oh. Secret I don't know I read another one of her books and didn't like it. And that's when I stopped reading her books. Which one was it? Because my least favourite genre of book slash audiobook, because I just do audiobooks now, is if someone can't forget a story and the whole story is about them plotting what it was they forgot, a.k.a. the girl on the train who was drunk all the time, so she could never never remember anything. And I found that really annoying. And whatever this... Leanne Moriarty book it was about one night that happened something happened on the night mm. and none of the main characters could remember I'm Which just is... like oh like I don't need to worry about other people's <laughs> pass out drunk issues where they can't remember things I just find it so frustrating but that's big little lies right like they're all trying to piece together this trivia night and then at um, the end or maybe I just maybe so. I just had read that and went great book then the next one was yeah. that and I was like boom followed by the next one and I was like can someone around and I think that these are all our book club books mm, okay. so we're actually in a book club the three of us mm-hmm. Ellie how many books have you read in the <laughs> book club do you think um, I don't think I ever <laughs> read a book from book club but like finally I joined a book club with my girlfriends last year and they have really strict rules. If you don't read the book, you're not allowed to come. Oh, my God. And if you don't read three consecutive books, you get kicked out. Oh, oh my God. God. I know. Anna's like, I'm into it. Yeah, tell me about the book club. And then, oh, no, I have been reading books this last oh, year. But okay. not all of them. Um, but Paraphrasing. Enough to get me through. Um, Plot lines on Google. Yeah. <laughs> I did that once. Spot lines on Google. The movie was better. Yeah. <laughs> So what have you read? Because this is just like a revelation. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is for you. Every month. We've been in a book club. We, we have been yeah. in a book club for at least 10 years. Because it was before <laughs> I was even married. And our book clubs used to be amazing. This is pre-Anna, unfortunately. Yeah. But our book clubs, like, I used to have to ring my husband and be like, come and get me from book club. Oh, so I've drunk too much. He's like, what's the book? Yeah. Oh, fucking, I don't know. Come and get me. <laughs> Day, like yeah. calling in sick the next day of work because I went to book club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we even have photos of us like dancing and then by the time Anna had moved to Australia and arrived on the scene, the book club was well, we all have children, so yes. we're quite respectable. Well, I didn't now. have children then, I'll like, drive. Yeah, <laughs> I would have loved a big night. You would be welcome. Yeah. And the people good. who really want to read can come. And then we have to say what we, the three L's, what is it? Lo- uh, loathe, loved, and learned. Mm. Oh, that's so yeah. sweet. Yeah. Um, that's so cute. I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah, you should ke- start keeping a thing like that because I know you mm. and Bass yeah, do, do journal. We keep a record after every book we read. We will write a little review. Oh, yeah. And like our favourite quote. And, yeah. Cute. Isn't that so oh, cute? Oh, my God. My issue is that have 
I'm just too distractible. And so I'll be reading a book and then I'll be like, oh, I've got to remember to do this tomorrow and I'll stop and I'll write it down. I'm just like constantly. And then you've got to read yeah, the same line. Yeah, and then I've got to line. read the same line again. And then you're like, fuck And then, yeah. And I've then got I forget what, I, forget what I'm up to. And then, like, it's just a nightmare. Like, you, t- you asked me, like, what books I've read this year. It's like, I've, I've read a fair few, but I don't know what any of them are called <laughs> yeah. or who wrote any of them. And if I read them again right now, I'd probably still be shocked by the twist. <laughs> Again. <laughs> ah, so good. Well, you but should do. I enjoy them. Yeah. You should do audio books because I listen I to them in the car. Yeah. I listen to them when I'm doing the kids' breakfast, and I the other time I listen to them loads is when I'm doing the laundry. Yeah. Because yeah, and like books. the good thing about audio books is um, they have character voices. Yes. So mm. you can know which are the different characters. So a recent talking, yeah. book that I listened to that you might like. Don't know if in book form though. I've recommended it to everyone on Audible. Oh, Audible, quick sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brooke said last week we needed to have like a little. I might put in like a little ting. Oh yeah. Every time someone mm. mentions something they want to get sponsored for, yeah. <laughs> like Katrina dropping all her hotels that she was at at the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They were amazing. The bloody thing would be going off chops when Katrina's yeah. chatting. Um, so there was a really good book. It's called. Oh, I read two, and they were both really similar by the same author. Something in the six, or Daisy Jones and the Six. That's oh, what it is. Oh yes, yeah. And that one I preferred way more. So I, I mean, I would definitely recommend listening to it because okay. I couldn't stop listening to it because I thought it was so good. Which a lot of the time with my audio books, I'm just it's just like background noise, and some stuff's going in, and some mm. stuff is like I'm doing the laundry, and it's bloody hot. But um. Yeah, Daisy Jones. Do you, with audiobooks, do you miss like holding the book and stuff? I do. And so I know you just went to the book fair. Yeah. And I wish I had known you were going to the book fair because I would have asked you to buy hard copies of all the books that I've read because I love to have a hard copy of the book. Yeah. And rather than buy it brand new for $40, even though I've already read it, I just want it as a trophy in my house. I feel the same. And actually, Bass said when we were there, he was like, we should ring Jess. And ask her if she wants to get us to get her any books. You I was definitely. like, oh, nah, she won't. She won't be fussed. I was wrong. I definitely I was. Wrong. I'm very fussed. Yeah. Oh, well, now now you'll know for next time. Yeah. And the list will just be a lot longer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's so, it's like, I haven't been reading for so long. Because if I'm sitting on the couch, I'm either cross-stitching or reading some crap to my kids. So to get, like, the audio books back in, like, t- to feel like I'm reading again, mm. it feels so good. Yeah, yeah. And to, like, turn off the Netflix that's normally yeah. in the background and, like, use a different part of my brain, which is my mm. imagination, and not just have it hand. Yeah. Actually, your mum gave me for Christmas uh, The Drover's Wife. Oh, no. Leah Purcell. And apparently that one's being made into a film, so after I finished it, you should definitely have a read. Um, Australian? Yeah, Australian. Mm. And you love I love Australian. Australian. Yeah. I love Australian books. Yeah. 1940s-esque. Um, wartime. Not it's like colonial times. Perfect. So, That's yeah. my genre. That is. Why did you buy that for you and not for me? And it's a signed copy. So. What? Yeah. All right. So let's do the Brooke Fowley's highs and lows of the week. Yeah. Anna made a face that she wasn't keen to go first, so that puts Ellie Gary in the hot seat. <laughs> oh no! Oh my! <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Um, so, 
high of the week. Um, I don't know. Um, well, it sounds like it would be a low of the week, but I got two fillings today at the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know if you, I think Jess would know this, but you probably don't know, Anna, that I'm a needle phone. Mm, I do. It's not pretty. But um, I managed to get two fillings today without an injection. She's <laughs> <laughs> badass. <laughs> he said, he was going in and I said, oh, can we try without? <laughs> and he was like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll try without. And then I'll oh stop you if I need, if I need um, numbing. And yeah, I got through the whole thing without um, a needle. So two thumbs up yeah. <laughs> the week. Wow. <laughs> so Not getting was, a needle. Yeah. So was that, that was less painful for you than getting a needle would have been? Yeah, <laughs> But, like, your needle stories are famous. And did this really happen the one time Barney told the doctor to surprise you with a needle from behind the door? And so when you walked in, they just gave you a needle? Is that just a rumour? Is that just, like, that's a tale? Probably Mary Carl. definitely a Mary one. She loves to tell this story about how... Well, this is probably a bit gross, but... Um... After I know what you're going to say. Barnes and I had been together for a little while and I had to get, I had to get to the doctor for, oh no, I was really sick and um, I asked Barney to book me into the doctors and he booked me into a, um, like a sex health clinic. (laughs) (laughs) And so I get there and I'm like, Barney, like I need to go to the real doctors, like not this sex Oh, the real doctors. (laughs) Sorry, sex clinic clinic workers. workers. You know what I mean? Anyway, and and then he was like, well, while we're here, we might as well use it. Maybe, maybe this was a plan from the beginning. This was all the whole time. New relationship was a bit worried about my old past. Then they were like, oh, we'll do a blood test to see if you've got any STDs. And I just said to Barney, you can get that one, mate, because if I've got anything, you've got it too. <laughs> Yeah, I made him get oh, the blood test. Oh, he took a needle for you. Which man. now we know is what he wanted to do all yeah. the whole time that, that appointment was booked. He, he has a habit of doing that, actually. These, like, fake lies to get what he wants. Oh, like, <laughs> fake what? stories. So when we first got together, he was really worried about me meeting his dad because... Because he's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because his dad's like really English and proper and he has really good manners and stuff. Oh, and, oh, oh, and, Barney, like, know, right? and so Barney like, he said to me, like, what, what happened? The morning we were going to his dad's place, he woke up and he sat up from his sleep and he's like, oh my God, I just had the worst dream. I said, what happened? Oh he said, I dreamt that we were at dad's and we were at the dinner table and you were eating with your mouth open. <laughs> went off and he stood up and he like stormed out of the room and just thought you were disgusting and I was like I'm like oh my god don't worry like I will be on my best behavior why would you even do that then like five years later when I'd seen him do a couple of similar little things (laughs) I said to him Barney did you even have that dream about your dad kicking me out of the house for eating with my mouth open and he admitted that no he made it up 
because he didn't know how to tell me to eat with manners at his dad's house. <laughs> oh my god! Had he like seen you eating with your mouth open? At yeah, we've been time? together for months. I like, actually I also feel like I have seen you eat with your mouth open. <laughs> when you were telling that story, I was like, yeah, sometimes. And like, this is like so rich coming from me because I always have food on my face and on my chest. But there are some times when I see you eat and you get like you're a bit like. Horse like with the food. It's <laughs> a Garrity thing, man. It is a Garrity. Because you your mum does it. Sick, you don't eat. But your mum does it too. I've seen it. Oh my god. <laughs> so Barney, you're right. <laughs> you're right to be worried. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, okay, so high of the week. Needle. No, needle avoiding. Needle avoiding. Um low of the week. I've just been having technical issues all week. That's, oh, yeah, that's your day it. today. In my day today, I spent like five hours today trying to contact Origin because there's a discrepancy with my bill and trying to contact TPG because our landline at the shop isn't working, our mm. Wi-Fi went down, so we couldn't process any payments today, and I literally achieved nothing. I got mm. passed from department to department. I got cut off and had to start from square one twice, and it was just like... Yeah, that kind of stuff makes me want to cry. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm a resilient adult. Why can't I have like, this kind of stuff? But, oh, yeah, yeah. so super frustrating. Low of the week. Yeah. Yeah, big low. <laughs> How about you, Anna? Um, so, <laughs> high of the week. Um, probably just, yeah, don't do much nowadays because of the little baby. Just spend a lot of time at home. So, maybe book fest. Went to book fest. That was yes. fun. Um, but if I can do... I'm going to do a high of the week in the future because oh. I'm going out on Friday night for the first time since little Molly was... I'm going out. Where are you going? Um, I don't know. And this is a bit embarrassing because I'm going out with people from work. But I was saying to Ellen earlier that like probably for them it's like a casual after work beer. I'm like already planning like, okay, two bottles for Molly in the fridge. Yeah. I'll get back into this time. Like it's big. This is what I'm wearing. Yeah, exactly. Like, is it just you excited. or you and Bass? Just me. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the big one. Yeah. So I'm excited, but uh, oh, wait, I'm annoyed because your first night out was supposed to be with me. Oh, <laughs> well we're going to karaoke, you can pop pop your head in. I do love karaoke. <laughs> you <laughs> Did you do your low? Oh my low. Oh god. Um probably I've just I've finished all my good Netflix shows, Brooklyn Nine Nine, Sabrina, Cheer, all done. Mm-hmm. Got nothing left to watch. How good was Cheer? So good. Have you seen it? No, not yet. Have you in. heard about how good it is? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I have. Oh Came up on my thread with the girls the other day. Oh my god. Yeah. Everyone is talking, talking about, about it. it. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say your low is gonna be that Bass has gone back to work. Oh yeah, no, that's a real life. <laughs> <laughs> I finished all my shows on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that's hit me hard. I kind of thought, oh if he goes back to work, it'll be double doubly as hard because it's you know, one other less pair of hands, but it's like ten times harder. Because yeah. you just constantly have to be on it, and mm. she wants to be picked up every ten minutes, and yeah, so that's a bit, um, a bit much. But it's like, yeah, he told me the first day, like I'll be home between four and four thirty, and at three fifty-seven, I was like ringing him, like, "What's your ETA?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Anna's husband is a teacher, and they also had their baby out of school when it he was- took. Two weeks before the end of school, which he could take, so he took two weeks paternity leave, and then it was just holidays for till now, pretty much. Like is that eight weeks? Oh yeah, eight um, weeks. Yeah, 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 eight weeks. Yeah. 
So that's so really lucky. Good. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Jenny? Do you have um, any highs and lows? Well, I know my low, so I'll start from my low. So I had asked my husband if he could um take our children up to the coast because i was like i need to work like i have not stitched cross stitched for at least a month so my high for the week is that running around the t-shirt mill when there were hundreds of t-shirts printing that were my shirts and yeah. and i i obviously do the t-shirts with dangerous females as well but that's different because that's my like more collaborative whereas this this australian the way it is was definitely my idea. Like Fussy Gus definitely helped because I needed her to get it from here to here. But this was my idea, the she won't be right thing. And just to like run around and see these, I was like filming like videos. It was like, I was just this proud parent. I was like, you know, saying to the girls who were printing like, hold it, hold it up and let me see. <laughs> just charity, just give me all your money. <laughs> And then we did one at TID. We made the earrings, yeah. the heli drops, and I thought, oh, who could I? Who's going to be willing to model for free? <laughs> who likes a lot who of likes attention? The, who likes attention? He'll do anything for charity. Jess will. Yeah, <laughs> mostly for the attention. Yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> so yeah, you you uh, co-raised a hell of a lot oh, of cash for um. I didn't really the do that. Yeah. Yeah. And you can still order those earrings until Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. <laughs> Okay, so I reckon that's probably enough chat. Let's call it a day. Yay. And yay. Is this both of your first ever podcasts? Yes. yes. Imagine if it wasn't. I'd be like, that's so weird. I never listen to your <laughs> other podcast. Yeah. yeah, I've got a weekly one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yay. Thanks, guys. Thanks no worries. Us. Thanks for having us.